friends, it's Missy, and this is my podcast. This is me at 50. Let's chat about what it looks like and feels like to go from your best life in your 40s to an even better life in your 50s while navigating hormones, perimenopause, and menopause. Let's talk about finding balance over perfection, nourishing your body and the role nutrition plays, healthy movement, who you should surround yourself with and why that matters, anxiety, hot flashes, concentration, focus, sleep, cooking, relationships, and friends, all the things. This is me at 50. Alrighty, friends, this week we are chatting about the most asked question I get this time of year. Missy, what can I drink? It's summer, and let's be real. Whether we are camping, spending the day on the lake, sitting outside listening to live music, or hanging out in the backyard or on our deck with friends and family, alcohol is a big part of all of it. How do we know the healthiest choices to make? We work so hard to eat right and enjoy all the fresh fruits and veggies that summer has to offer. We don't want to blow all of our hard work right out the window when we decide to put things in our cup that might cause us to move in the other direction. Whether you're a beer connoisseur, an appreciator of fine wines, maybe martinis are your jam, or you're a seltzer girl, let's chat about how you can find balance over perfection and still enjoy a refreshing summer drink. Now, it's important to say out loud, What we all know, there is no nutritional value in alcohol. Sorry, friends, I just can't make that stretch work for you. In fact, at its core, alcohol is actually poison for our body. It's toxic, and we all need to be responsible in how we choose to consume it. Alcohol is a major disruptor of our endocrine system or hormonal system. It is and there's really no way around it. It knocks your body out of what's called homeostasis, which is another word for balance, which is exactly where our bodies like to be, in balance. It's kind of like pouring gas on the fire of anxiety. It wreaks havoc on your blood sugar levels, impacting cortisol, slows down your metabolism, impacting your thyroid function, and it messes with your body's ability to sleep well, sometimes causes us to do a little late-night snacking. So, in all truth, it's not optimal for our body. But I get it. I like to enjoy drinks with friends, too. I mean, I just got back from a girls' weekend that we planned around visiting a brewery. I get it. Now, I will tell you, I'm a big fan of drying out a little bit and think a good 30-day dry challenge is a really good idea once in a while. Have you ever done one of those? It's actually a really good idea and incredible for your body. How it works, you challenge yourself to go for 30 days with no alcohol. It's a phenomenal opportunity for your body to reset itself and for you to check in with your habits and decide if maybe you might need to rope things in a little bit. It's worth considering And you might be pleasantly surprised with how amazing your body decides to show up for you without that alcohol in your system. But I digress. This episode is about finding balance, and we are being truthful in knowing 
there's going to be some alcohol consumption on your part and you want to know what's the best option. So here are my top five tips for you. Number one, we've come a long way from Boone's Farm, baby. When I was considerably younger, my first introduction into the world of wine, if you can even call it wine, and wine coolers was Boone's Farm. There was this peach flavor. I swear I can still like taste it in my mouth. I can remember getting a bottle of Boone's Farm with friends and we would mix it with clear soda and we would make what we called wine coolers. It was so bad. But we didn't really care at that time in our life. We just thought it was kind of cool. I don't even know if they make Boone's Farm anymore. I really have no idea. But what I do know is delicious is wine. I mean, there are wine walks now to drink wine together and enjoy a fun day with your friends, wine tours, learning how wine is made, wine tastings. It's also fun. I mean, honestly, wine is usually the reason we plan girls' getaways. Now, in all truth, we all know it's not really the wine. It's just kind of getting away, and and it's a time to connect with friends and belly laugh and enjoy just being and escaping life for a while. But wine is usually involved. So some good things to consider if wine is your drink of choice in the near future. Wine is typically packed full of sugar. Wines that tend to have the lowest sugar content are dry reds, with typically less than a gram of sugar per five ounce. These would be wines like Cabernets and Shirazes. The darker and drier, typically the lower the sugar. Dry white wines typically have between like one to one and a half grams of sugar per five ounces. An example of those would be like Pinot Grigios and Chardonnays. Now, there are some sugar-free wines on the market today that are actually really good. So next time you're picking up a bottle, look for one on the shelf and give it a try. Now, drinking wine before you eat has been shown to increase your appetite. So if you're one of those that loves to cook and drink, try splitting your glass of wine into two three-ounce servings and save one to have with your meal. The other thing to think about with wine is calories. Sugar and carbohydrates equal calories. Most glasses of wine range between 90 to 175 calories per glass, with dry wines having less calories and sweeter wines having more calories. Lower sugar means lower carbs. Remember, a portion size of wine is 5 ounces. Number 2. Always do sober what you said you'd do drunk. That will teach you to keep your mouth shut. Number two is all about beer. There are so many kinds of beer. Lagers, ales, IPAs, stouts, so many more. There are over a hundred different styles of beer in the world. And breweries are so fun to visit. They make really fun day trips and they're great ways to explore other states, even other countries. Beer gardens, brewery tours, huge beer halls with polka and music and dancing and fun. Beer people know and love their beer. So two things to consider when it comes to beer. Number one, the healthiest, and I did put that in air quotes, option will be the one that has the lowest 
ABV, or alcohol by volume. A standard drink of regular beer is considered 12 ounces and typically contains 5% alcohol. However, beer ABV ranges anywhere from 5% to as high as 18%. So you think you're drinking a beer, but sometimes with that higher ABV, you're actually getting two drinks in one. So watch that ABV, friend. It can sneak up on you. Now, beer is made from fermenting starches, usually like malted barley with yeast. Some beers use grains like wheat and rye. Beer might also contain hops, which is a source of bitterness and aroma and kind of flavors the beer. Light beers could be considered healthier, again in air quotes, but they generally are made with more water and less alcohol and are closer to that 5% ABV range. Now with my autoimmune condition, I have to stay away from gluten. Gluten sources are barley, wheat, and rye. So although I enjoy beer, it does not enjoy me. So I have to stay away from it. Number three, when life gives you lemons, grab the vodka. Clear liquors like vodka, tequila, and gin are the lowest in sugar and calories. Distilled spirits like vodka, rum, whiskey, and gin only contain alcohol, so they have zero carbs. Sugar and carbs equals calories, so these options are good for keeping that in check. Typically, though, we add something to one of those liquors. Usually it's a juice and maybe some tonic water, and that's where your sugars and calories are coming from. Opt for a no-sugar or low-sugar sparkling water, and try a fresh squeeze of citrus fruits like lemons or limes instead of juice. Even better, add some fresh herbs like mint leaves or rosemary to flavor your drink. If you have to use juice, go for just a teeny tiny splash and use one that's a lower sugar juice like a grapefruit juice. Now again, I need to stay away from gluten, so I opt for gluten-free vodka. Brands like Tito's, Absolute, and Grey Goose are a couple great choices. Number four, do cocktails count towards my eight glasses of water a day? Hard seltzers like White Claw, Truly's, Carbless, oh my gosh, there are so many seltzers on the market now. They're made from seltzer water and a gluten-free malted triple distilled alcohol and fruit flavors. So no, They do not count towards your water goals, but they can be a really nice option when you're trying to watch your calories and keep your carbs in check. You can get nice variety packs and they're light and like super refreshing. But you wanna make sure to read your label since they're not all sugar-free. Brands that list themselves as sugar-free typically contain sugar substitutes that have the same sugar spiking result in your body and are often the root of digestive issues for many people. You also want to keep an eye on the ABV since these are easy to kind of slam and that alcohol can catch up with you pretty darn quickly. Now, I struggle with the carbonation. When I drink these, the carbonation causes me a lot of bloating and I just have extra digestive issues as well. Something to keep an eye on for yourself. Number five. 
change the perspective and consider a new view. Most times, it's really not the alcohol that's bringing us together, but rather the time to spend hanging out and having fun connecting with other people. It's really not about the alcohol. It's about something a heck of a lot better. The other person's company. So maybe you still want something light and refreshing to enjoy while you are there, so consider a mocktail. Find a pretty glass, maybe a pretty wine glass or a sparkling tumbler. Fill it with ice and a nice refreshing drink and just skip the alcohol altogether. Use a nice sparkling water. Add some colorful fresh fruits. Maybe you muddle them a little bit just to get some nice flavor burst. Toss in some fresh herbs for flavor and color. Oh my gosh, it looks so pretty and delightful. One of my favorite mocktails is a blackberry smash. It's actually a quarter cup of fresh blackberries, two to three mint leaves, a teaspoon of maple syrup for sweetness, and I mix it with ice and plain sparkling water. It looks so pretty in the glass and it's refreshing and it completely hits the spot. I don't have to worry about hidden calories, hidden sugars, anything naughty. And I still have a pretty glass full of something delightful and refreshing to enjoy while I enjoy the company of my friends. Everything in moderation, that's the key, right? It's not always about all or nothing. In fact, Finding balance over perfection can be the secret to sustaining healthy choices for the long haul. Today, we talked about how alcohol is a significant disruptor of our endocrine system, and it knocks our body out of homeostasis or balance. So we validated what we all already know. There's nothing nutritious about it. If you can try a dry challenge and see just how amazing your body feels, I say go for it. It never hurts to help your body show up in a healthier, stronger way. But if you do find yourself in a situation where you're going to dabble with some drinks, we talked about ways you can incorporate some healthier decision-making when it comes to that glass of wine, stein of beer, mixed drink tumbler, or can of seltzer. Or even better, dress up a beautiful glass with a mocktail and drink guilt-free. Always options. Be responsible and make good choices. And that's a wrap, my friends. If you like what you heard, I would really appreciate it if you send this episode to a friend or share on your social media if you think there's something in it that might be helpful for someone else. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I'd love for you to leave a positive review and rating. Until next time, my friend, I wish you all the best that life has to offer. Make it a great day. Today's podcast is sponsored by my friends Heather and Skylar at Pink Poppy. Pink Poppy is a full-service hair and lash salon where their mission is to help make your beauty goals a reality. They believe quality should never be compromised. From the most beautiful, popular looks and brands to the deepest products and latest treatments, they bring it all to you. They are committed to being the only place you need to look great and maintain your healthy, beautiful look. They can be found online at pinkpoppy.co, as well as on Instagram and Facebook. They're located at 266 North Main Street in downtown West Bend. Stop in, say hello, and meet them. They really are fabulous.